What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. So, uh, you know what? Let's let's get right into it. It's been a pretty good week. Our Lord and Savior, John Cena, is back in WWE. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> Come on. You can't you can't tell me that this match isn't going to be... Not not only is the match going to be tremendously fun, but the build to it is also going to be tremendously fun because Mike Cena, John, Mike Cena, John Cena had some of his best mic work done w- during that initial Roman Reigns feud like four years ago. I think uh, the build will be better than the match, and that is not to disparage uh, the the two gentlemen that will be in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Roman Reigns has always been a good wrestler. Uh, you just didn't like the way he was packaged. Mm-hmm. Not you, Brad, but yeah. you, the, the haters. The, 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 the royal you. You, right. you people, you people. Right. And um, look, as much as you all hate John Cena, you all jumped out of your chairs when you heard Abu or whatever. <laughs> Dude, it was it, it's it's nice to see him finally get his uh his his flowers, I guess you could say yeah, by, by the fans, by the fans. Yeah, so. like absence makes the heart grow fonder, man. Like if you, you know, if you, I get it, right? I get it. Like WWE's antiquated notion of the whole product being surrounded by a guy is is just it's very old school and it's very WWE and it's not very it it's it there are no shades of gray there right which mm-hmm. means it's generally not interesting but um but I'll be damned if you don't that's why Hogan got them pops for so long right yeah i really wish they would stop doing that that that, that pleased me to see at wrestlemania that he was uh yeah there was more of a mixed reaction for i i think i think all i think all the millennials have uh grown up enough and are dominating enough of the crowd now to get to get those <laughs> gen xers and boomers <laughs> that still want to cheer for hulk hogan out of the way what are you doing? right right like but like that's the thing right like and and the whole like the whole like attitude era mm-hmm. was was like one of the reasons people love it is because yeah like Stone Cold was the guy, but he had Triple H and The Rock and all those guys directly like nipping at his heels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, everybody felt like they were like like they were super duper stars. Um, and then the ruthless aggression era happened, and like like. It, it John Cena became the guy and then Roman Reigns became the guy. And then during the COVID area era, uh, Drew McIntyre became the guy. And now people are sick of Drew McIntyre. <laughs> so, you know, but look, uh, it, it's it was really fun to see him back. I can't wait, like you said, for the back and forth. Now that Roman is not, um, you know, suffering succotash, son, like. Like now that he's got some swag to him, now that he got some bass in his voice, you know what I mean? Who's the bitch now? Like, like now that he's got some bass in his voice. I feel like he's gonna be able to go tit for tat with uh with John Cena, who's always been tremendous on the mic, which is which is very odd. He's like tremendous on in the in the ring on a mic, but like he seems like a robot outside of all of that. You know what I mean? Like it's weird. But yeah, perhaps, I can't perhaps wait, in man. the ring is the only place where John Cena can truly be himself. Yeah, instead of yeah. like this, and instead of instead of instead of him becoming what he made fun of for many years to, <laughs> to, to drive a storyline home, essentially. <laughs> um, speaking of things I made fun of for several years that I'm now, you know, immersing in, um, Persona Five has like the slowest burn 
of any video game I think I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Like it's very like they like they introduce new stuff to you, but they drag everything out. And I think it's just because of how the game is formatted. Where like you, like you're basically doing delves every couple of days into a dungeon, and then just kind of doing busy work in the yeah. meantime. And so. Like like you said, like I just so I just just for context, I just finished the second palace, and that's like like the thing that I wanted to talk about with it being a slow burn is that while I'm enjoying Persona Five and I'm still continuing to play it, I don't feel like compelled to go back and like I'm not salivating for my next session with Persona Five ever. The the pacing in Persona Five is the biggest issue it has, yeah, and it's why I and it's why I stopped. And I made it all the way to like November the mm-hmm. first time. Um, it's it's and it, God help you if you do a palace early, right? Like if you do a palace, well, that, that's like, where I'm at right now. Like I like I just finished the second palace, and I have like an in like an like one in game week before like the resolution of that palace is going to happen based on when like the deadline was. Yeah, for it. Yeah. So like na- like so like I know like the next. So basically, the next session that I have of persona five is going to be me just living the life of like Terry McGinnis basically for a week and a half. Essentially, <laughs> this is by the way, th- like persona five. I've also determined is the Batman beyond video game. Essentially like, like, like you're, you're literally bat like Terry McGinnis, Batman in this game. You're trying to go to school. You're trying not to flunk. You're trying to hang out with your friends, but also like you solve crimes in, 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 at, at night in your spare time in your cool suit. Yeah, you put on an all black suit, <laughs> yeah. put a put a mask on, and uh, you have a grappling hook. Yeah, like yeah, I th- <laughs> in crazy in crazy futuristic uh, locales <laughs> with over the top villains. Yeah, like like it's literally Batman Beyond. I, that's I have a new appreciation for Persona and <laughs> Batman Beyond after that hearing that comparison. Um, yeah, the pacing is the biggest issue, yeah. and that's the thing. That's the gameplay loop. Well, and, so, and, and what's funny is that, so like the pacing is the biggest issue, but I all, but simultaneously I feel like it's too much time to kill, but at the same time I never have enough time to do everything mm-hmm. I want to do, which I get it is the whole point. Like you have to make hard decisions and and put your focus and spread your focuses, and you're never going to be able to do everything that you want to do. So you have to kind of pick and choose. Like how like if I get a part time job, like how am I supposed to hold the hold a part time job down in this game? Well, it's the easiest part-time job. That do you have one yet? No, I I, I think I it's, applied for one, but I never heard back. I guess I have to go there and be like, "Hey, I put in an application." Yeah, okay. you have to go there, and gotcha. it's the easiest part-time job you'll ever have. You go whenever you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another. It's just like, it's it's just just, like you get asked school. You're like, you know what? I think I'll go to work today. Yeah, I, I could yeah. I could use some pocket money. <laughs> You you have the most lenient manager in the world. Like you just make your own schedule, even though you're like working three hours a week or whatever it is. Like it's fine. Yeah, like, this just is cool. just you so, can only go on you can only go on days where the store is open or whatever. So so it's like when you worked at GameStop at the end, like like before you know yes. once, once once you had like your real job, you're just like I'll just come when I want. Like it's fine. Just come I'm just in. here for the discount. I'm, I'm right down the street. I'm just here to check out games and get a discount. That's it. <laughs> So like I said, I'm having fun so far. Um, there, there are better RPGs from a like 
action standpoint, like as far as like how the combats play out, like the combats are fine. Like it's mm-hmm. I, I, I beat I beat the boss of the second dungeon on my first go because I kind of figured out like, OK, in this game, every boss is going to have like a thing and you have to figure out what the thing is and then and and exploit those mechanics, essentially. Like, I, you know, I, I, I got that after the first encounter. Um, so the second one went much, much smoother. Um it's cool. Like I said, I like fusing personas. That's fun to me to kind of just constantly mix up what your what your main character's skill set is. Forget everybody else who just has a fixed <laughs> a fixed path that they have to walk along. Um, but you can fix your shit up. Um, so it's cool. It's but it's just it's it's hard to like people are like oh this is, like personas a a reasonable platinum. And in the early no, goings, yeah, no, I'm about to say not. in the early goings of playing it, like I'm just like how I don't I don't no. understand how it is. It's not a reasonable platinum. You, I, I defy someone to play that game once all the way through and get a platinum. Right, and max everything out, like max out all yeah. your con- all your confidant relationships. Like you just don't have time. Like I got shit to do. Right, right. Like, I, I have, yeah. I have to go. I have to go whittle lock picks at my bench at home. <laughs> and wa- and 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 watch not the X Files on DVD. <laughs> yeah, I just watched uh, Guy McVer. <laughs> a, uh, uh, about a guy who can who can make tools on and 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 use a lot of improvisation guy yeah. mcver so it's um that was my only issue with persona yeah is that it uh you know the once you once you get and then like looking for a new target like once you have a target everything is like compelling yeah right but it, it it's it's the it's the it's the bullshit right like it's the it's the anime bullshit that you gotta kind of push through but once it is, you do, it is it is very anime like I, I, again i i chuckled <laughs> i chuckled to death at the scene where like my 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 cat was picking a lock on a door and like a character was trying to distract another character and like she was like talking to the cat <laughs> and and but but the guy's like who are you talking to even though they're like every like l- all three people are like literally within two feet of each other essentially but the cat's just like around a quarter i'm just like all right i'm, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief somewhat to 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 allow this plausible implausible anime situation play out in front of me like that's fine. <laughs> it was pretty funny i like yusuke a lot by the way he's fun um but yeah um my favorite character is the character that you meet after that. Okay. Uh you've probably met that character, but um, if, if if it's the uh if it's the nerdy uh investigative high school uh snoop, then it, if the that, uh the student council president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the student council president is my favorite character. Okay. I, I, I love her. Yeah, so um, so far she's 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 you know, she's slimy. She's like uh it's like the episode <laughs> of The Simpsons where Bart like became the hall monitor unexpectedly yeah. after going on a ride along <laughs> with police so um so we'll see like i said i'm still playing it um i've got nothing better to play right now i and i've and trust me i've looked um so like death door came out so speaking of releases like death door came out today i'm interested in that game not on game pass which is weird it's, it's an xbox and pc exclusive but it's not on game pass and like i was watching skill like i was watching skill up do a review on it and he's like, I don't understand why this is exclusive because it's not benefiting Game Pass because it's not on there. And meanwhile, like, this is a game that belongs on the Switch and it's not on the Switch, at least not yet. Um, but it looks cool. It looks like uh, I'm, uh, I'm looking at a video of it now. Yeah. It uh, it does look cool. 
Um, I think developers have the choice to opt in or opt out of Game Pass, mm-hmm. even if they're like exclusive. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what the uh, the financial right, but here, but like Microsoft is. had to pay Devolver to get console exclusivity in the first place. So like, if you're gonna pay them mm-hmm. for console exclusivity, like, why wouldn't you just pay them to be like, hey, put it on Game Pass and just yeah. call it a day? Yeah, what is this game? Fifteen dollars, twenty. Uh, on the Xbox Marketplace, I think it's twenty. Okay, I think it's twenty. Right, but um, I, I I don't I don't know. Give them three million. Give them give them three million bucks and and call it a day. Like they're not going to make three million dollars from sales of this game on Xbox. I don't think. Uh yeah, I don't. I I think you're right. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting for um. Uh, what's that game that comes out next uh, next month? Um. The, the ascent, the descent. Oh, the ascent. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that. That's, that's gonna be on Game Pass. Uh, I'm really hoping that the cloud works well enough to play it. Because <laughs> I played so like, I like the last bastion for XCloud is I booted up on my Mac. Weirdly mm-hmm. enough, Mac worst experience that I of all three platforms that I used the cloud on between my phone, my iPad, and my computer. The the huh. computer was the worst. Yeah, go figure. Doesn't make <laughs> any weird. sense to me. Yeah, but, that's uh, weird. But that is the case. So I'm really hoping that uh that it works well on the iPad. Like the iPad, I think will be a good thing for the Ascent. I can use my I can use my DualShock Four with it on an Xbox, which is fun. Like that's just a fun novelty to be able to use your PlayStation <laughs> controller on on Xbox. It's a brave um, new world. I know, but I just hope it runs well because I because I watched the developer. Uh, a, like a developer gameplay video of the this, of the ascent that came out recently, and it looks really fun. Um, but that's not out this week. Cloud in the House is out this week on PC. Uh, Cotton Reboot comes out on PlayStation mm. and Switch. I don't like the name of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Tales comes out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia. I had this bookmarked because it looks interesting, but I need to look into it more. It's an RPG, um, from what I can tell. Uh, Pokemon Unite. This is the free to play uh, Pokemon MOBA comes out on Switch. So you know, I'm going to give it a try. We'll see if it's any good. Uh, if, if if it'll if it'll be just Nintendo's League of Legends. Uh, Song of Farca comes out on PC. Super Sammy Roll, Waves of Steel, uh, both on PC. Last Stop comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, Akiba's Trip, Hellbound, and Debriefed comes to PS4 and Switch. Micah, don't. Uh, Observer System Redux comes to PlayStation and Xbox, and then Orcs Must Die 3 uh, comes to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Micah, don't buy Akiva's Trip Hellbound and Debrief. Come on. I just I, I just want to. I, I have no idea what this. Uh-oh, it's Ak- some anime shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, Akiba, the Akiba series is an anime bullet hell game with very scantily clad uh, like schoolgirl anime people in it. So ba- basically, oh, man. it's right up your alley for your like one guilty pleasure like Senron Kagura esque anime purchase per year. That you yeah, I'm 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 torn, right? Because <laughs> I like all that Ichi like like uh, 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 scantily clad shit, but I I have no time for I have no patience for a bullet hell game. <laughs> so what's gonna weigh out my my uh, my patience or my perviness? I I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I think my patience. I'm looking at this now. I think my patience is going to going to win out good (laughs) (laughs) um is that it for the new releases that's it for the new releases 
then uh, why don't you, you listening, yeah. go to densepixels.com slash fans and hop into the Discord. Um, we uh, we have all kinds of very fun conversations there. Um, you can do and you can post anything related to video gaming. Um, you If you got some streams you want to pimp, it's a very good place to do it. If you're looking for people to play with, uh, we got a looking for group thing. Uh, you can post things in our post office uh, at any time, and we will uh, and we will read them. Uh, and you know we're fans of the wrestling, and uh, uh, we can you you can you can post your thoughts about uh, about Big E being Mister Money in the Bank. Oh, we'll talk about it later. It's in it's in the post office. So excellent. So uh, while you're on the internet, go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe. You can, uh, you can, you can look at us. You can uh, look at Brad and his spiffy haircut. You can look at me and my Morgan Freeman dots that I have all over my face. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, this is why uh, newscasters don't want HD cameras around folks. Uh, Cause you can see how old I really am. Uh, but you could do that by going to youtube.com slash dance pixels and subscribing. Uh, and while you're in the subscribing mood, subscribe to all of our podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, including the nerd apocalypse, uh, the flagship show going on, uh, 10 years, uh, black on black cinema. We are recording this week. We are recording, um, uh, guess who's coming to dinner. Uh, the Sydney Poitier movie, uh, not the, not the, um, Bernie Mac Ashton Kutcher <laughs> reboot. Um, and uh quick uh quick preview about uh that episode. Uh Jay sent me a message, quote, boy, this is gonna be a fun episode to talk about white liberalism. So I can't wait to have that discussion. <laughs> Coming distractions, our uh contemporary movie review show. Uh we review movies like uh Black Widow. That just came out. Uh, the Forever Purge. That just came out. The Tomorrow War. For some reason, that came out. Uh, and you get the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. That's a lot of podcasts, but it's just not enough for you hardcore podcast listeners. So go to densepixels.com/slash/premium, and for five dollars a month or fifty dollars for the full year, you get access to the premium slate of podcasts, including the airing of grievances, which is coming back. Um, Hulu decided that. The, uh, Hulu doesn't have Seinfeld anymore mm-hmm. and Netflix is going to get it, but it's going to be a while. So we have to dust off our DVDs. <laughs> Your kids know what DVDs are. I was, I wasn't sure if you both owned it on DVD. I was going to offer to let you borrow my, uh, Oh, my course. set as well. So of course we, yeah, we, we have a more DVD. So we're going to have to blow the dust off of the dvd player because i'm not putting a dvd in my playstation 5 or my xbox (laughs) (laughs) i'll be damned um and we'll get back on those no time to bleed the men with the golden tongues which uh brad and i will soon schedule uh for metal gear solid 2 sons of liberty uh that'll be a very interesting conversation buckle up (laughs) <laughs> you want to you, 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 you want you want to talk about uh political discourse like <laughs> <laughs> uh i just want to say la le lu le lo as many times as i possibly can <laughs> <laughs> 
upstage conversation and the full two hour ish episode of the look forward political podcast all available at densepixels.com slash premium we've actually been keeping that to a felt like 90 minutes but like it's a bonkers last half an hour like well worth the extra five yeah. dollars <laughs> for for that um i feel like that like i should have to offer a defense to the white liberalism critiques that you guys are going to have on black on black <laughs> cinema. But I also have a feeling that I'm probably going to agree with like everything that you say. <laughs> so we'll see about that. Um, so the steam deck got announced. Uh, this is the new portable handheld kind of PC, I guess that's coming from valve this winter. Um, valve, is, valve is calling it a PC with a controller strapped on to it. Yeah, I, I don't feel like that's true. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, I was I was surprised, but I shouldn't have been surprised that you bought one or that you pre-ordered no, one. No, I reserved Okay, one. you, you put a $5 deposit down. I put a, in, yeah, I put a $5 yeah. deposit down. I don't know if I'm going to get it yet. That's but really I was talking with my, though. It is. And I was yeah. talking with my brother-in-law and he was like, oh, come on, man. You got to do it, man. You got to do it. He was like, you know, because guess what? When it comes out, I know you. You're gonna want one, and what you gonna pay eBay how, prices? How, how long? How long has your brother-in-law been been with been with your sister? Um, they've been together for they've been together for like seven years. Okay, so he so he officially. so he knows he knows. Oh yeah, he knows he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows what you're all yeah. about. Yeah, he he knows I'm full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he uh, I don't even think he listens to this show to to know that, he doesn't so. <laughs> he doesn't like that's just <laughs> that's just how transparent I am. That is how predictable I am. Uh, as you wrote in our uh, show notes, <laughs> um, but he convinced he was like, "What you gonna pay eBay prices for?" He was like, "Go on eBay right now and see what the Steam Deck, the lowest one, is all going for." And the first one I saw was going for a thousand dollars. Yeah, get the fuck out of here! Like, so <laughs> I was borderline, I was borderline offended that they offered a sixty-four gigabyte. I know version of this. Like, like there, there's certain games you won't even be able to put on there with 64 gigs. Like, come on, this isn't a, like I, I get that this is a Nintendo Switch, but it's not a Nintendo Switch. Like, it's 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 like they're advertising it to be something, something more. Yeah. Um, I also like how like the trackpads on the system both look like. If if you guys have ever like bought electronics, um, and like when you open the box, there's that like black sticker that they put on the inside that actually has like a theft prevention device <laughs> on it. Like they both look like that. Like I'm like, am I supposed to peel these off of the off of the controller when I get the uh, when I get the Steam Deck? Um, so it's so like I said, it's it's got a 3.5 gigahertz processor. Um, it's got let's see here. Uh, 1.6 teraflops of GPU. Woo. Uh, <laughs> 16 gigs of RAM, which seems like overkill. I got to be honest. Like of all of all the specs that they that they beefed up on this thing, like fucking, like I, I feel like eight would have been fine. Um, you can you can expand the storage with micro SD. I highly recommend you don't because I can't I can't imagine games running off of a micro SD card are going to be a terrific experience. For certain, for like high, high, high settings games. Here's here's the other thing. So it's a it's a 720p screen. It's exactly like the Switch. So it's 60 hertz, which is good, but 720p. Now I get with a screen that's that small, like resolution is not as big of a deal because it's still going to look pretty good. Yeah. Um, and apparently it'll go like when you dock it, and it'll work with any USB C dock. Apparently, um, it can go up to 4K. 
which I guess is cool if your if your dock is uh compatible as such. Um I I think it's a good product, but I think that again, the the 64 gig offering is insulting. So for me, like the starting price for this thing is 529. For 529, you get a 256 gigabyte SSD uh inside of it. And then they have a 512 gig model for 649, which is crazy. Um People are like really excited about this. I don't I don't I'm know who not, this is for. I I'm not terribly excited for it. Yeah. But I, I'm excited enough to to waste five dollars on it. Well you, but, you get the five dollars um, back if you don't end up buying the thing, right? Uh I don't know. Oh I I, I don't know. But <laughs> I but look, it's five if they made you it's five bucks, right? <laughs> like like I'm cheap, but I'm not that cheap. Um I you're right. The the my big problem is I need to between now and you know whenever this comes out in in 2022 mm-hmm. uh was when my reservation is is am I going to actually use it? Right. Um because I I I already have my consoles um for when I'm sitting here. Um when I when I go back to work in September, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be on the train for a while, uh, just because I don't feel comfortable. So I'm going to be driving, um, and then when I'm at my desk, you know, this thing isn't exactly inconspicuous. <laughs> so you know, you know what it reminded me of when I first saw it. You know what it looks like? Uh, it looks like a like a like a Game Gear. It looks like a Game Gear. That's exactly yeah. what I thought. <laughs> Looks like looks like a looks like a new age game gear. Like I I feel like the optimal consumer for this is someone who like plays games on Steam, but not like but not like your PC is like an insane rig kind of thing. And yeah. you don't have like a good laptop to play games on, but you like want to be able to take your Steam library on the go. Yeah, and that's that's kind of me, right? Like I have games in my Steam library, uh, games that I can't play anywhere else or or games that were so dirt cheap that mm-hmm. i i don't mind rebuying and um and they're all old games right, right. like because my pc is decent but it's not it's not even decent it's like slightly below average <laughs> but but um but i could play some of those old games on it and but i'm never going to play anything like high end mm-hmm. um and if i do i'll just like I got, I got a thousand dollars worth of console hardware that I can play it on. So, uh, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious about the actual tech. Yeah. Like I'm very curious to see what this thing actually is. So we'll see. We'll see. So here's my next question. And I don't feel like this is, this was answered one way or the other. Do you need constant connectivity to play stuff? On um, here? Uh, it's Wi-Fi only, right? Um, and I think you only need it to download games. Like if you have a, if you have a, um, a game that you want to play that is that is required to be always on, then mm-hmm. you got to be somewhere with with you know Wi-Fi capability. But you know, there's no cellular, so you're not going to be able to download games on the go. You're just going to have to have your library with you. Mm-hmm. Um. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean if they added cellular to it, good God, man. Like, yeah. I, I'm I mean, not paying $800 for this thing. There, there's some very cool things about this. So it has like an Ethernet jack built in on it. It has a couple USB ports that you can plug in peripherals to it and they work. Um, which is nifty. Like there's, there's a, one of the screenshots, one of the press images they released is, um, a ridiculous image of two people yeah, with, fight, with sticks fight sticks playing, playing crowded around like, uh, a seven inch like screen or something on, on this, <laughs> on this teeny tiny screen. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, two to eight hours of battery life, depending on quote, how taxing the game is. So, uh, don't run, uh, anything that's crazy on there i suppose if unless you want to play it for like an hour at a time um and you get all the other like steam features like chat and cloud saves and remote play and and stuff like that like i said it's it seems like a cool product a lot of people were just like oh like nintendo you know put out the oled switch and then valve actually put out the switch pro but i i don't i don't agree with that because the thing that makes the switch the switch is nintendo's library as well like it's like you can't just put out a a a high like a high-end handheld and be like boom like we just did the switch pro like well no because you still don't have mario or zelda or or any of these other games that i want to own the switch for like that's this is why i own the switch um like the switch is designed for certain experiences especially nintendo games are designed for the switch to have you know that type of experience like this is just literally a pocket PC. And um I yeah, I don't know. You but you're right. Like I don't I don't understand the the gaga over I understand the gaga over like the tech aspect of it because people like to see big numbers and people like mm-hmm. shiny hardware, but it's not going to replace the, the switch. The numbers aren't even that big though. Like it's not like this is like <laughs> like it's not like it's it's again, it's not it's not even 1080p native resolution on 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 the thing yeah it's the same resolution as the switch is and on a small screen like i mentioned it's not that big of a deal and you can always export it out but i don't know like it just it just seems like that valve is not like they see nintendo killing it with the switch and there's like how can we make some of that money here's the problem though i remember when valve came out with like the steam machines you know six or seven years ago and those were (laughs) like nothing like they just put them out there and we're just like look it's like a it's like a console version of a pc but it costs kind of as much as a pc and and like no one cared and then they came out with like that whack-ass controller i have to at least hope that the that the controller is better on this thing than it than the steam controller was because that thing was abysmal that reminds yeah. me we still we still need to do that that controller tournament we need to start getting that together. So yeah, I totally forgot about the Steam controller. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> the, so so did the rest of the the dustbin of history for that for that matter. So um, so Netflix apparently wants to get in to video games. Uh, they hired Mike Verdu, who used to work for EA and Facebook, um, to kind of lead it, and they kind of want to do like an Apple Arcade thing. They actually announced today that they're going to start like putting games out but on mobile so like they're gonna like start putting game, not like anytime soon but they're gonna start putting mobile games out and you'll get it as part of your netflix subscription so you can play on your phone i suppose i would imagine that they kind of want to do something similar to what xcloud is doing essentially like like i think they want to be able to just kind of stream stream stuff to people i'm weirdly mm-hmm. bullish on this just because like netflix 
of all like the streaming companies, like Netflix has that figured out the most right now. Mm-hmm. And that's to me, that's like the biggest obstacle with the cloud is it's just the streaming quality is is spurious you know what i mean at best in a lot of cases so like if you if you're gonna have someone do it like have netflix do it someone also like data mined like a playstation logo with like ghost of tsushima and stuff like that on netflix as well and people like oh i wonder if playstation's talking to netflix that would kind of make a lot of sense to me if that was the case like if playstation partnered with somebody to do cloud instead of trying to figure it out for themselves yeah, it seems like a PlayStation thing to do, actually. Yeah, um, yeah I, I I don't know about uh, streaming. Um, yeah, like Netflix can. Netflix are like the 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 masters of 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 this, but um, I don't know. Streaming games, I feel like, is a bit different. I feel like I feel like they would be better suited doing an Apple Arcade thing. Yeah, well, that's kind. Of, it seems like at first that's what they want to do, and they'll kind of. I guess they'll kind of test the waters out with that before they kind of go headlong into like full fledged games. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, they. Uh, this article mentions like the synergy that can that can be done with it, right? Like Netflix has uh, the Castlevania anime and. Mm-hmm. and the witcher series and stuff like that you know like just imagine uh you get finished watching season two of the witcher and uh all of a sudden you know uh things you may like and then here's the witcher three wild hunt or something like yeah. that i i don't know um I, I still need to watch that show i haven't watched it yet. oh really yeah it's good like the second season's coming out in december you'll like it it's it's fun it's like it's it's, it's like it was it was a refreshing breath of fresh air after having come through Game of Thrones, which is so fucking heavy. Like yeah. Witcher's like that level of fantasy, but like it doesn't take itself seriously at all. So like you can just kind of it's it's just more popcorny than than Game of Thrones was, which was which was welcome. Um, I feel like that Netflix would be super smart to to get stuff like Life is Strange and and things of that nature on there sooner rather than later if they decide to venture into this because that kind of that kind of like flows into what they were doing with with bandersnatch in a lot of ways it's yeah. it's kind of like just the next evolution i feel like that with with games narrative driven games like that you could easily pull in folks that are just using netflix for movies that don't really play games and get them curious about it to kind of to yeah. kind of get people along so i i feel like that that's like low hanging fruit that you would think that they would go after pretty heavily too yeah especially because you can control those things with a remote control right mm-hmm. like you don't necessarily you don't necessarily you can they're point and they're essentially the next evolution of point and click adventures and you can maneuver a little bit better than it, like if you put some, everybody has netflix right yeah everybody has netflix if, if, you, if what, your device what, has a screen what, on what it it's got fucking netflix use it or not too. right exactly so for people like my mother who you know doesn't know how to turn the television on she could you know uh be able to control life is strange with it like you put a, you put this you put this in her hand and she's like uh, i don't know what to do with this but if you put something like um something like a point and click uh or an old school adventure game 
on. It'll be, like you said, a real good gateway mm-hmm. gateway game. Uh, that's not just, you know, a phone game. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. You got to take big swings, right? Like that's what, uh, that's why Netflix is, is where they are. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel uh, like, we'll I feel see. like they don't swing wildly though. You know what I mean? Like, like Google, like when they got in the stadium, we were just like, ah, shit, like we're going to see how this goes. Cause Google's famous for like kicking tires on shit and then never like following through completely. Like they half ass a lot of stuff. Um, Netflix doesn't really do that. Like they kind of, they kind of go full assed towards everything, mm. you know, whether it's designing, you know, doing their own content or like building up their streaming library, all the documentaries and stuff like that. Like that's, that's, uh, so that, that's why I'm a little bit more bullish on them getting into it than like Google, for example, mm-hmm. which is weird. Cause like Google is one of the three biggest fucking companies in the world, but yet they can't seem to, you know, venture out into spaces that everybody else can. And yeah, do things yeah. the same way. Meanwhile, Tony Stark for- built this in a cave yeah. with, a, with a bunch of scraps. Like, that's, <laughs> that's cool. Me- meanwhile, uh, fucking Fortnite is about to have like an Ariana Grande concert apparently soon. So the, the scuttle <laughs> a concert in the game. Yeah. Like they, like they Jesus. did with, uh, with, uh, who's his face with dead mouse. So, wow. Wow. Jesus. Video games, old, man. man. Ima- like, uh, like, um, I don't know. Like imagine, imagine, talking about this with like like go like if you could go back 30 years to your 10 year old self and explain it explain to him what video games are going to be like in 2021 right man like <laughs> like uh you remember that dog with the, that laughed at you every time you missed shooting a, shooting yeah. a duck <laughs> yeah nah man nah it's gonna be it's gonna be pop concerts yeah. inside well, what, what, what would that be to like 10 year old Micah? like imagine like in a video game but it's like a Millie Vanilli concert. Like they're performing live. <laughs> right. <laughs> so imagine MC Hammer being right. in the video game. <laughs> um, is it weird that I'm like kind of, kind of intrigued by X Defiant, which got revealed yesterday by Ubisoft, the new free to play shooter that's coming, the six v six shooter that's coming out supposedly this fall. I'm very curious as to why you are interested in it. It looks fun. It like so like I okay. So first of all, let me let me get this thing out of the way first. How is this a Tom Clancy game in the in the first place? <laughs> like like I, like or like it's a good thing Tom Clancy's dead because I feel like Tom Clancy would have questions if if, if he saw X, Tom Clancy's the trailer for Tom Clancy's X Defiant. <laughs> like, what does this have to do with me? Well, like Tom, there's real weapons in the game. You know. Military. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, so here's the thing. So with games like this, so like I never quite got into Overwatch, right? And Overwatch is a fun game. Like I like Overwatch, and I and I especially like the part of Overwatch I like the most is like the hero ability, right? Like that's de- it's Destiny, right? It's Destiny. Yeah. So X Defiant seems to me like the most Destiny ish of the style of games that's coming out because as, as they themselves said, or actually they didn't say it. Somebody else said it. One of, one of the people covering it, it's like 80% call of duty and 20% overwatch. Like I, I kind of like the appeal of having like more like realistic gunplay, but still having those like hero, those hero powers that kind of differentiate the different classes with one another. Okay. Okay. I uh I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's uh it's it's what the division tried to do. 
right? Like they tried yes. to make a Destiny clone with like with no aliens in it. <laughs> and um and I I understand the market that they're going for. Um I just uh at this point I don't like the way Ubisoft shooters just play. Yeah. I just I just don't like the you know, they don't feel right to me. None of them. Um and maybe it's because I'm so used to playing that like bullshit ass uh arcadey style that Call of Duty has. Mm-hmm. Um Well Ubi correct me if I'm wrong, Ubisoft has never really come out with an FPS. Like like they kept like promoting this as like Ubi like this is Ubisoft which is wild to me to not talk about it as, as, from the developer, but like this is Ubisoft's take on a on a first person shooter. And I'm like I thought about it, I'm like Wow, yeah, no, I can't think of any FPSs yeah, that they, they themselves they, came out I don't, Yeah, I don't think they have. I mean, maybe it'll feel different. Yeah, but l- l- unless you count Far Cry. Like, if you're going to count Far Cry as an Ubisoft FPS. But to me, like, that doesn't, that's an open world game that just happened to has, have FPS mechanics in it. Yeah, and it, and if we use if we used, uh, Far Cry as the benchmark mm-hmm. for for that, I, I still don't like the way it, <laughs> Like, I still don't like the way it plays, right? Like, it doesn't feel, there's something about the feel of it that I just, I, it doesn't jive with me. Uh, it's serviceable for that style of game. But, like, you ever play Far Cry multiplayer? Like, it, it doesn't, they it have, doesn't they feel have right. that. I didn't even know Far Cry multiplayer yeah, is a thing. They had, existed. they had Far Cry multiplayer in, like, one game. What did, what did you do? Uh, what was it? Was it in um? Was it in the CM Punk game in Montana? I can't remember, <laughs> but it wasn't that fun. Yeah, and it just was. It, it was kind. It was kind of lame, and it did. It didn't feel right. So, I, I I will be curious to see how people react to it. Mm-hmm. Um, on a on a gameplay level, on not necessarily a gameplay level, but like, uh, on an intuitive like, like. How does it feel? Yeah. How does it feel? Like this would be a game that I would I would most definitely get a demo for or something. Uh, you can, you can sign you can sign up today for playtesting if you want to on PS5. Uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't I'm not that <laughs> but uh, like like for me like so like again Destiny is the shooter that I played by far the most of any shooter in 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 recent years. Um, and again, so like Destiny weapons are like. Though they are fantastical, they're kind of not like their guns are actually kind of like standard guns. And the thing that makes them cool is the perks on them. And it feels like it feels like that's what this is going to have, essentially. Like they're going to have like you'll be able to personalize, you know, your character and your guns and stuff like that. I am worried that it's going to be like loot boxy in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's a concern. I, I do applaud them for not doing a battle royale because if you if you would ask me like what x defiant is going to be like when when this was being speculated on i would have bet that it would have been a battle royale game because like ubisoft has never never not seen a trend in gaming that they could not have just grabbed the coattails of and and ridden as hard as possibly can but always late to the party yeah on um yeah like i said i saw the trailer for this it looks like it could be cool i'm 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 curious, and again, it's going to be free, so I'm going to at least try it when it comes out and mm. see if it's any good. That it get you. That, that's 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 all they need to do. That's all they need I, to do. So uh, according to them, they they can call this a Tom Clancy game because the different factions that are in the game are inspired by other Tom Clancy games like Splinter Cell and The Division and Ghost Recon. 
essentially. Nah, yo, he just he's just bastardizing that man's name, <laughs> yo. Like, come on, man, come on. Like Rainbow Six was like like the old school Rainbow Six where it was like a where it was like a a simulator. You know what I mean? Like you had to prep before you breached the house. You had to rescue hostages and like one bullet would kill you. And it was only on PC. Like those, like those are Tom Clancy games to me, man. Like I wonder, is- I, wonder <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if just, just to stick to the, like the Clancy ethos. If like, there's just going to be some random story in the game and it's like, oh, the congressman did it. Like, like it, he was, pull- <laughs> he's been pulling the strings the entire time. Like now it's a Clancy game. Okay. I got gotcha. you. We're good to go. We've we've made a political thriller out of our six v six multiplayer shooter. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> no, this looks silly. It, it it does very much look like though that they're trying to. Uh, it, it looks like they're basically trying to make Apex, but without the battle royale component. That's the first yeah. thing I thought of when I saw this. Like I'm like, oh look, they're making Apex Legends. This is this is this is what they're doing. Yeah, which yeah. which is fine. Like I said, the more the more the merrier. The free to play shooter space yeah yeah i can't wait to watch uh the new season of jack ryan where jack ryan is wearing a fucking fireman's coat with a gas mask and a and a paintball thing on his back and and uh is wearing just a bunch of neon because 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 that's what tom clancy is apparently so we didn't uh we didn't talk about this a couple weeks ago when it first hit the news like so there there was this like cryptocurrency farm in Ukraine and P- and it was notable for our purposes cuz there was like 4000 PlayStation 4s in the, in this bot farm that got shut down by the uh by the basically the Ukrainian FBI for lack of a better term um <laughs> but we have to talk about it this week because apparently what they actually were using these 3,800 PS4s for was as a FIFA ultimate team bot farm, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Man. Yeah. To, to, to basically grind and like play aut- automate and play the FIFA ultimate team marketplace, which I'm assuming that they can then get super rare cards and then sell for profit to people that, wow. that are idiots. And buy FIFA cards for real money. Wow, which dude. is insane to me. Wow, dude! Like I, wow. Um, I'm watching. Um, I, I'm watching Ted Lasso. Right. Uh, and Ted Lasso is a, a show about a guy, an American, who gets hired by an English football team to 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 coach the team. Right. And uh, it's a very, very good show. Um, and one of the characters uh, comes in. He's a new, newer character. He comes in. He doesn't speak a lot of English because he's from, like, Guatemala or something like mm-hmm. that. But he comes over to Ted one day, and he's just like, football is life, man. Football is life. And, <laughs> and that's FIFA is life. <laughs> apparently. Cause, and, and, yeah. <laughs> Cause Jesus, like, like, uh, wow, dude, I, I can't, and there's no way to like, I'm trying to figure out a way to like regulate this shit, but you can't, can I you? mean, EA could, but it would, it would require them to functionally change how ultimate team 
works because you have to get rid of the auction house. Here's what we've learned about video games. If you put an auction house in a video game, there are going to be people around the world who try to figure out how to farm it for profit. Like we saw it with Diablo 3 where you literally had like fucking South Korean like Diablo farmers playing Diablo for 16 hours a day consecutively just to find rare items that they could then sell for real money on the auction house. Like that was the thing that was happening. Um, so to get, to give you like a sense of why this is lucrative. So there's like black market sites you can go to that will sell you ultimate team coins, how they get on your account. I'm not really sure. I feel like you'd have to give them, you have to give them your credentials. Your yeah, yeah. Which you have to which give them your login. Fuck like. no. Like what, <laughs> like what the hell are you doing? Um, but you can, so like you can buy like 40,000 coins for a couple bucks, right? Like, like a couple, couple dollars. You, you can buy 40,000 FIFA ultimate team coins mm. to give you some context of what that can buy you. So Leo Messi has uh, the the current uh, FIFA event that's going on right now for Ultimate Team has a 99 rated card. It's like the best card that currently exists in the game, essentially. Um, and that cost a million and a half foot coins on PlayStation currently. Jesus. So do the math. And for like a oh, hundred bucks, like you two could get this messy card to play in your virtual game that will last you all of two months until FIFA 22 comes out. And resets every and hits the reset button on on ultimate team because that's also what happens every year is that you only it's like like what you do in ultimate team is only good for that year's game and I guess oh, you, so it's not you, perpetual like no, like, not, it, like, like, like 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 <laughs> like it'll always exist in FIFA 21 so like if you just play FIFA 21 forever or as long as they keep the servers up then yeah you'll have your shit but when you migrate to FIFA 22 you are starting from nothing once again like you like the grind begins wow. anew. Uh, and FIFA all wow. that's that's the appeal like it's fun to build up your squad from 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 zero um that's why you shouldn't spend real money or as little real <laughs> money as possible on FIFA <laughs> ultimate team like I, like like when I was playing FIFA like hardcore that was like back in FIFA 13 I probably spent like a good hundred and fifty dollars over the course of the year on yeah. the ultimate team to buy packs and shit like that and I shouldn't have like like it made um, my team really good. And right, I had look, fun. But, I get it. Yeah. I right, look, you get no judgment from me. I get it. it. It's 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 how the it's how the business model is. Yeah. I get it. It's um, it, you know, I, I think that people need to take personal responsibility. I also think that maybe EA could tone it down a bit. No, right. That they, they 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 need they need that. Uh, what, did they, what did they make last year? What are we talking about? A billion five from Ultimate something Team? Like that. Yeah, just for like just that, from FIFA man. Ultimate Team by itself. Like like like, like at at this point, there should be no more new FIFA games. Or <laughs> like like every FIFA game should be available for free. At, at this point, because you know, I just it's wild, man. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people that's like. You know, all corporations are the cause of all worldly destruction. And mm-hmm. I, nah, man, like I get it. I, I do. But at the same time, God damn, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was a bone, man. It's it's wild. It's wild to me. And and again, so you like 
how lucrative is this? You literally had almost I, – I, I have to reiterate the number because I don't feel like you're hearing me. And I, I mean you, the listener. Almost 4,000 PS4s in a – on a server farm mining Ultimate Team essentially. Like that's literally all they were doing is just – wheeling and dealing cards in the auction house for because 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 when you wheel and deal cards like the fifa auction house is not like like it's not like you're buying gamestop stock in there where you're going to buy something incredibly cheap and sell it for much like like you're lucky like when you sell a card unless it's like a big card that you happen to get in a pack like you're lucky to get like a 10 percent profit is great you know what i mean like like so like yeah. it's it's the constant churn of cards, and then there eventually there is a like a ceiling because like what cards go for like eventually it's going to there there's going to be a a, a ceiling that it hits of what cards you're selling for. So I, I I just don't that that's what's in here. I I don't know anyone that's paid like black market FIFA money to buy FIFA stuff on all theme. I I suppose it's probably more prevalent in Europe where FIFA is a much bigger. Much Where bigger football thing. Football is life, right? Uh, yes, <laughs> football is life. Um, it's wild, though. It's wild. It's crazy. You know yeah, what else man. is crazy, Micah? Jeff Bezos <laughs> flying in a giant penis into space for eleven minutes. I mean, and then coming back to Earth. I mean, he did it. He he he. Lex Luthor flew into space. So look, I on a, I, I on a admit, dick rocket. <laughs> I admit that I didn't pay a lot of attention to the particulars of the Jeff Bezos space mission. Like I thought Jeff Bezos was going to hang out in space for like a minute or two. I didn't realize that he was going to literally like go up and then immediately come down. Yeah, and just yeah. be like, look, I was in space. Like, could, like, do, can you do an orbit, my dude? Like one, maybe. <laughs> like, like. You weren't in space like you just like you were in space in the same way that the dude that jumped off of that balloon was in space. Right. Like you're you're kind of in the 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 upper lower atmosphere. Yeah. Right. Like it, it's like it's, you know, it's it's an amazing feat. You know, all the people that actually performed all the work to get you up there. But uh, when you say space. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like. Yo, who you, are you looking for Mass Effect relays while you up there? Because like that's the type of space that I'm trying to. And look, I'm not trying to knock this right. Like this is, this is this, and what Branson is doing, and what what Elon Musk is doing. Like, I I, I want to see this stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I want to see like space travel and shit. Like, I mean, I'm I want to see, I want to see it too, but I'd much rather see it coming from like NASA. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But if it if it's if it's if it doesn't come from these guys, it's not gonna get done. Yeah. Right. Like uh, so I get it. Um just maybe make your rocket not look like a literal penis. Um <laughs> it really like it did. looks like a dick, yo. <laughs> like it really does. <laughs> um But look but look, you, my, my point my the point that I was getting around to is that Jeff Bezos thanked you dense pixels listeners specifically for sending him to space he did he said he, he said that he said he said thank you to all the amazon employees and customers you paid for this no shit 
<laughs> We've been telling you for months. You're welcome, Jeff. We were kind of hoping you weren't going to come back. <laughs> I mean, at least go up there and like take a picture or something. Like, <laughs> God damn, you yo-yoed it. Um, anyway, as we were disparaging this guy. Um, Give him you money, know, please. Corpor- <laughs> corporations run the world, folks. So we need you to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon purchases. When you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon purchases, you help the show by giving us a finest fee and you get whatever junk you uh you you ordered um apparently my wife just ordered a shirt that says take a look it's in a book of reading rainbow um but like take a look it's in a book is over her chest so i don't like that of like <laughs> take a look and then bam here here are your boobs but uh you know i'm not the type of guy that tells my wife what she can and cannot wear because I know better. So go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and you can buy junk like this. And uh, hey, maybe Jeff will go back up there and maybe something will happen. Oh. <laughs> That'd be nice. Look, we're just just get on the right side of history. Amazon is going to be one of the six mega corporations that run the world in our in our near future. If, uh, yeah, if science man. fiction has taught us anything. Absolutely. I can't wait for all stores to be Taco Bell. <laughs> You know, it's gonna be weird. Like every everyone freaked out a couple years ago, like when we hit the uh, the Back to the Future two date. That's yeah. I'm waiting for the demolition man date. When we, yeah, when we get to when we get to 2035. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna be closer to demolition man than we were to Back to the Future two by the yeah. time by the time we get there. So, uh, Daniel asks, uh, EA Play Live is here. Uh, what Mass Effect news are we realistically getting? The answer to that question is none because EA is poking holes in the balloon before EA play even happens. Like they're going out of their way to tell people what will not be at EA play this year so that no one gets their hopes up. They were like, no mass effect, no dragon age, no skate Four, no star Wars. Like, like, like they're just basically like, do not get your hopes up. We will not be victims to say you were disappointed because you didn't see this thing. Right, so is this just going to be a Battlefield showcase? Battlefield, uh, so they had the FIFA showcase today. That was like a half an hour. So, like, I I, I hit watch later because I like to see the new new features that are coming to FIFA. And Mm. I scrubbed through the video. And, like, every point that I stopped in this half-hour video as I was scrubbing through was a picture of some dude's face talking about the feature and not really, like, gameplay. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch a 30-minute FIFA video about something about dudes talking about what's in FIFA. Like, show me the gameplay. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be the Battlefield show, right? Like, like it's gonna be all about Battlefield. Like, we're gonna get 45 minutes of fucking Battlefield 2042. Let's fucking go. Like, it's Battlefield time. <laughs> like, you know it's gonna happen. Yeah, I, uh, I can't imagine, uh, you know. And look, I'd rather them come out and just be like, look, don't, don't, we're not doing Mass Effect or Dragon Age or, you know, stuff that uh, half of our fan base is really into. We're going to con- be concerned about the other half that uh, that buys games and does not complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're going we're going whale fishing uh, and, 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 and that's who we're concerned about. So uh, I get it. Look, I can't blame them. Battlefield Five was kind of a dud, so I, th- I think they want yeah. to make sure that they uh, 
that that they show up for uh, for this new one that's coming out. Look, yeah. Malcolm Malcolm says, you know why I'm here. Big E with yeah, the briefcase man. in hand. This was the only right decision, right? Like 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 it was either going to be him or it was going to be Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins winning it does didn't serve the story that they were going to tell with Seth Rollins. No, no. Um, so good. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that WWE listened to us last week um, <laughs> uh, as we uh, said that we wanted Big E to win. Um, and uh, you know, I'm always a little wary when when uh, faces get the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase because it's such a it's such a great heel mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's how you get the heist of the century, right? Like, and so uh, I'm I'm always you know whenever face gets it they want to they don't want to like backstab they want right like, they're always like I'm going to cash this in at SummerSlam in three weeks like I'm booking right. the ticket now so like you can prepare for this match that you're going to have against me. right like <laughs> all right I mean if, if that's the case it's not then it's like what's the point of having it right right like it can just be like I'm next or whatever right like. Like Goldberg cashed in his money in the bank briefcase yesterday, right? Like, because he was just like nah, <laughs> the, the Goldberg, next. the Goldberg in the bank briefcase. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm sorry. That that's out. Like, like as soon yeah. as I said it, I'm just yeah. like, no, no, we're not. Uh, that's yeah, not. That's not were, a route we you, want to go down. That's not. A route I didn't know you were a globalist. Like the, I, I, the, the, but the the Goldberg, like I show up twice a year and get a title match because I'm Goldberg. That was, right. that was so disappointing yesterday. Like, like as cool as John Cena was coming back and stuff like that. Like, I knew Goldberg was coming because they had teased it. And I thought maybe for like a millisecond when Keith Lee came out, I was like, oh, like we're, they swerved us. And then, no, here, here comes fucking Goldberg. <laughs> they, had, they had a great camera cut, by the way, of when his music was playing. They had like the tight shot on Lashley in the ring. And he definitely mouthed like this motherfucker over to MVP <laughs> before they got away. <laughs> As if he I'm, didn't uh, know that he was coming. So I'm 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 really I'm really glad at the uh at some of the work that uh Bobby Lashley is doing. He's uh yeah, he's they kinda, di- they dived out Kofi Kingston, didn't they? On, yeah, on, they on did. Money in the Bank. Man, that was yeah, like did. I was I was waiting for Kofi to come back and I was like, no, they're just going to squash him for ten minutes. Like, wow, like that's I mean you're putting you're putting Lashley over strong. Like I get it. Like I I, I understand what you're trying to do there, but geez. So, so is so do you think the story with uh Biggie is that he's going to um uh become champion, redeem his uh avenge his his fallen brother mm-hmm. and um and, what, what on and, Lashley? Yeah, on Lashley. Do you think you think that's what's gonna happen? It'd be an interesting uh turn of events in some ways. Um here so here's the thing though, if I so if I'm logically, right, if I'm a baby face and you're not going to do the, you know, I'm going to cash in when you're vulnerable thing, mm-hmm. which I, f- I feel like it's fine for baby. Like, I feel like doing that as a baby face is even fine just because it's like that's kind of the whole point of the briefcase is to take advantage of the greatest opportunity that you have available. To yeah, you. that's what Nikki Cross just right. did, right? And she and she and she's a, and she's a good and she's a good guy. But if I'm a baby face and I'm not going to do the cash in at the most opportune time gimmick. Why would you never just cash it in at WrestleMania? Like, why? Like, if you're going to do that, like, why wouldn't you just insert yourself into the main event at WrestleMania automatically, essentially? Yeah, 
Yeah, they have a uh, yeah. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Because that's an honor that's that's an honor that's given to the Royal Rumble winner, right? Like that's the whole point of it. Like, but at the same time, you still have this thing. And I mean, I don't know, man. I I hate triple threat mm-hmm. uh, main events at at WrestleMania. Uh, so I'm I'm glad when they don't do it. But yeah, logically, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um. But look. Biggie, uh, Biggie got it. Um, it, I, I think it's a long time coming. I, th- I think that dude has has been around long enough where um, and people like like people genuinely like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is going to be the the thing that's going to be cool is the chase, and but the thing that's going to suck, <coughs> excuse me, is the thing that sucks about. Uh, all face champions is that when you they're like dogs catching cars. Once you get it, you don't really. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. I don't know. I feel. Man. I feel. I feel like that. The same reason that I said he should win the briefcase. Like I think of any baby face. Like his personality lends itself best mm-hmm. to holding that and playing with it and being champion and and having fun being champion. Like like you got the big E experience. Like the 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 he encapsulated it in the little thing that he had on SmackDown on Friday. I don't know if you watched SmackDown on Friday, but okay. like they were, so like they were interviewing Paul Heyman outside of Roman Reigns's dressing room. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, he's like, Oh, Paul Heyman. And like, he like, he did his all fucking spiel. And of course, because it was Paul Heyman, like his reactions to everything were like tip top of the line. And just made it like, <laughs> like it's like when, when Biggie like started in, like Heyman was like, Holy shit. Like, like like fucking and like his whole thing about like he basically just cut a promo about why he was going to win the match and this out of the other thing and he's going to come for Roman Reigns and this and and whatnot and basically ran down Paul Heyman but he's but but it's in his style like he was having fun doing it um and it worked really well like like I think he can overcome the the boringness that you get with a lot of baby faces when they become champion because he because his personality is such that it's he's energetic and exciting and he's and he feels genuine like like that's the other reason yeah I don't think that's why Drew McIntyre has worked as well as Babyface is because that doesn't feel even though ironically I think that is Drew McIntyre like that's how he actually is I think Drew McIntyre is a very nice guy yeah but like a but like a like a quiet guy yeah you know what I mean like he doesn't he doesn't seem like a guy that has a lot of swagger you know like he doesn't <laughs> seem like that type of guy but he seems like a good guy it it um it feels like all three members of the new day have been given a little bit of control as to how they are able to be represented um so and, and I think that's where the genuineness comes from mm-hmm. um you know, I listen to their their podcast every once in a while, and they they you know their person that's their personality just turned up a little bit, not even a lot, just a little bit because they're already like pretty like wacky fun people. May I help you? Hi. <laughs> Good night. All righty. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I forgot what I was saying, but um, New, New Day's I, awesome. I, Biggie's fun with the briefcase, and it's yeah, be an exciting I, look, couple months. So, look when he gets this thing, and I'm, I'm again, I'm willing it. 
when he gets this thing. <laughs> um, I, I hope I hope that it's uh, I I think that it will be worthwhile. You know, of the three of them, he's got the he's got the McMahon look. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm I might shed a tear, man. I might shed a tear. <laughs> I like that guy, man. I I want I want the best friend. Uh, we'll finish up with Rev. Uh, what's an obscure gaming series that you played that surprised you at how addicting it can be? He's been playing Blaster Master Zero on Xbox, which I which is pretty obscure, I would say. Um, obscure game series. Do you, I do you I count have... do you count Luminez as obscure? Like Luminez, I feel like is pretty obscure and it's very addicting. It's very addicting. Um, I don't know if I would call it obscure, but maybe, right? Like, but I, I feel like if you could play it on a phone, mm-hmm. it's not really obscure. Okay. Uh, I was looking for some, some obscure games and, um, I found there was one game that, um, there's a couple that I found that I've played. One was, uh, this racing game called split second and, Split second was at least I think that's yeah the one it was about, where it was like you're racing but it's a racing game but like directed by Michael Bay <laughs> and like like all this stuff is happening all around you and you gotta well so it's not just racing but like 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 bridges and scaffolding are falling down and like the environment is changing and stuff yeah the the con the concept of the game is that you're racing on like this reality TV show and as you race well, like you build up a meter and you could like trigger the meter to like blow up something in the environment that would hopefully like mess with your opponents. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that game. Um, it had a one, it was a one trick pony, but it did the trick well. And then like, once you got tired of seeing the same trick over and over again, that's, <laughs> that was the, that was the thing with it. Um, is uh is Spec Ops the line an obscure game? Uh it is an obscure series. Uh I feel like that Spec Ops is known enough. Like it's definitely like a cult favorite, so I guess you could consider that to be obscure. But would you would you say Spec Ops is addicting or is it just Yeah, it's notable, not really you know what I mean? Just because it told an interesting story. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's where my hang up is mm-hmm. is the um like I have games that have interesting stories mm-hmm. to tell like uh, this one game that i don't think anybody but me played uh called shadow of destiny mm-hmm. uh which was an old konami game back when they used to make video games like was it and actually konami or was it like ultra games Nah, i think it was i think it was konami no, okay. this, was a, this was a ps2 game and um it starts off with your murder and you are transported to this place and you are brought back to life a half hour before your murder. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of figure out like what's going on before someone, before that person tries to murder you again. I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty interesting, but, um, but yeah, maybe I'm not getting the question. Right. Oh wait, actually, you know what? I know what my answer is. Cause I talked about it on the show before. It's like, it's like my, my guilty pleasure, my secret shame of gaming mm-hmm. currently right now. Like those those Pecross games that come out on the Nintendo Switch, like they've literally come out with like six of them so far. And I swear <laughs> to God, every time they come out with one, easily put like 25 to 40 hours into it. 
just <laughs> blowing through the different puzzles because I'm just addicted to Picross because it's fun. Um, and it's a perfect game to do while you're doing something else. Like, I don't just sit there and play Picross. Like, it's what I play when I'm watching TV or, <laughs> or you know, yeah. doing doing this out of the other thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so there's six of those and easily between the six of them, I've probably put in like 150 hours of Picross, which is painful to admit publicly. <laughs> But it's true. But it's true. There so. you go. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's our show for this week. I appreciate you guys sending your questions, which you can do at densepixels.com slash fans. If you've not joined our Discord yet, do it. Uh, make sure you're subscribing wherever you get your podcast to this show and all the other TNP Studio shows. Head over to YouTube at youtube.com slash densepixels. And then follow us on Twitch. Uh, I'm densepixelsbrad. Terrence is Apparition410. And Carrie is Suppets Carrie. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.